welcome to Future So Bright, the podcast from Class 101 Franklin, where we illuminate the college admissions experience. I'm your host, Sean. And before I was a college student, I was a Class 101 Franklin student who was trying to find my own way through the college admissions process. Today, I'm joined by a very special guest. I have with me today, Linda Gregory, who is the Executive Director of the Exploratory Studies Program at Purdue University. Linda, how are you doing today? Great. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Could you give us a little bit of a personal introduction and a little bit of an intro to Purdue University and the Exploratory Studies Program? Absolutely. Well, I have to start off with by saying that I am a Boilermaker myself. I graduated from Purdue back in 1989. Never dreamed I would be back here working in this capacity. But Purdue University, we are located in West Lafayette, Indiana. It's a huge campus, but it's not a, a huge town. We are a public research university. We offer both undergraduate and graduate programs across 10 different academic colleges. We have over 200 different majors. And currently, we're the number five most innovative school in the U.S. So uh, very proud of that. Enrollment has been crazy these last few years. We currently have just under 50,000 students. We had over 10,000 freshmen begin with us uh, this fall in August. And over 1,200 of them began in exploratory studies. So exploratory studies is a very popular way for students to enter the university. Not a, not a small group by any means. We are celebrating our 25th year this year. And basically, we are a gateway for students to enter the university. And with our guidance, help them find their best fit of major. So it's a a temporary program. You cannot graduate with a degree in exploratory studies, although I've had students who would love to hang out for four years <laughs> uh, exploring. But um, our goal is, is really just to work with students. It's sort of a combination of utilizing our professional academic advising staff, as well as one required course that I'll talk about later, and the relationships that we have with our students to help guide students through the process. Yeah, I know like as a as a high school student researching colleges, I felt like I needed to have it all figured out. I needed to have exactly what I wanted to do major wise and I needed to know exactly what profession I was going to go into. And like you were saying, it is a little bit daunting when you have that many major options, especially at a place like Purdue. So that's a really amazing program that you guys were able to offer. When and how did Purdue create the Exploratory Studies Program? You said you were celebrating your 25th anniversary, but how did that really come about? So it actually, uh, back in 1995, and I was not here at the time, basically the University Senate agreed to a proposal of a piloted program that would be temporary and help students figure out what they wanted to major in. And it was in response to needing alternatives to requiring first-year students declaring a major right away. And, and the whole reason they wanted to have this alternate way to enter is really for a couple reasons. One was to maximize the student involvement in their own learning. So oftentimes we see students come in and they have a major in mind and they may not even really have a good idea of what they'll be doing in that, that industry or that field. Someone else told them, this would be a good fit for you based on you know, experience in high school or, or things like that. Um, so we really wanted the students to be involved in their learning. We wanted to reduce the number of students changing their majors all the time. And we really wanted to improve student retention. 
And the reality is that if students are enjoying what they're studying, they're going to stay with it and, and they're going to graduate easier and, and you know, complete their degree. So originally, uh, back 25 years ago, the program was called Undergraduate Studies Program, which is really pretty vague when I look at those three words now, because isn't everyone an undergraduate? you know, student <laughs> studying. So in 2013, they changed up the course a little bit and, and rebranded the name Exploratory Studies, which really defines what our students are doing. What would you say to a student who is unsure about what they want to major in? How common is it? Well, nationally, over 80% of college students will change their major at least once. And many students do it multiple times. So one of the things that I'm very, very proud of in our exploratory studies program is we, we keep track of the data on our students when they come in, if they were totally undecided, or maybe they had a couple majors in mind. And we track that and say, okay, this student thinks they want to be an accountant. And then we watch them over the time that they're in our program. And we look at what did they actually, what degree did they graduate with? And so a student could potentially leave exploratory studies and then declare a major in one of the Purdue colleges and then change their mind again. And so we, we look at that number to see, you know, are we really limiting the number of times a student changes their major? I am very proud to report that 88% of our students who go on to graduate never change their major again. So that's huge. Now, as far as you mentioned, you know, what would you tell a student who doesn't know what they want to do? I would say that's totally okay. You've only had so many experiences up until the, you know, the age of 17, 18, 19, whenever you begin college. And so take the time to explore all your options. Reflect on what makes you happy, what's going to fulfill you career-wise, emotionally, mentally, and just make an informed decision. I often, when I talk to students, especially when they're coming in brand new, the degree of undecidedness is all over the board. There are, there are students who come in who can do anything. I mean, they're great students. They got into Purdue University. <laughs> so truly, if you want to, you know, if you want to be an engineer, great. If you want to do, you know, communications degree, great. But within that, we have some students who come in and say, I know I want to do something with computers, but I just don't know what. Well, guess what? We have a lot of different degrees that, that work with computers in different capacities. It's okay to not know, but that's all the important questions. And, and so that's what we do with our guidance is making an informed decision and making sure that you still graduate on time. We don't want to add time to your degree. And that's where my staff comes into play is helping with that. How many students at Purdue currently utilize the Exploratory Studies program? So actually, as I'm sitting here today, right now, fall of 2021, we have over 1,700 students in our program. Back when we started 25 years ago, it started with just over 200 students. We now, like I said, had over 1,200 begin this past fall. Students are only allowed to stay up to four semesters maximum. It is a temporary program. Once we help them figure out what they want to do, and then they declare their major and transition to another Purdue college, they're no longer a part of us. And so we're, students are sort of coming in a, a big chunk in the fall every year. But I will say to a lot of, a lot of people, even 
people here at Purdue University do not realize how big the exploratory studies program is. There are 10, 10 colleges at Purdue, engineering, veterinary, nursing, pharmacy, all these different colleges. We are not a college, we're, we're a program, but we bring in typically the third largest group of students. So in College of Engineering, College of Science are always number one and two. And ours tends to be the third uh, most popular way for students to enter. So certainly students coming in undecided are not alone. <laughs> They're in good company with plenty of other students who I like to think are making a very wise choice in, in doing this fact finding before they go down that path. Without giving away the, the farm, what are some of the tools and resources that you offer in the Exploratory Studies program? The foundation of the program is based on the one required course that students have to take with us. It's called Academic and Career Planning, and our entire advising staff teaches that course. Basically, what students are doing in this one semester course, uh, I like to describe it like a Venn diagram. It has three parts. The first is that they're going to learn more about themselves. They do this by taking some assessments, things like StrengthsFinder or Myers-Briggs, strong interest inventory. We talk about values, likes, dislikes, all these things. The second piece is the world of work and careers. So we are very candid with each other. These classes are small, no more than 25 students. So we keep it very small. They get to know each other. We talk about, you know, do you see yourself sitting at a desk? Is that a kind of job that you would like? Are you the kind that needs to be on the move or working with your hands? Or do you like people? Do you dislike people? <laughs> Maybe you just want to work alone and that's perfectly fine. Do you want to make a lot of money? What's important to you? What are your values? Do you want to work in a certain part of the world or a certain part of the country? So we really talk a lot about work and also, you know, I mentioned money. There's no shame in wanting to have a good salary. I mean, I think most students, when you talk to them, they're going to college because they want a good paying job when they graduate. And so there's no shame in that. But if that six-figure job is what's most important to you, well, then, yeah, that might narrow down some of the majors that we're looking at. And so that third piece, you're going to learn about yourself, learn about work, and then certainly the Purdue majors and how those can, you know, what, what are those majors that are going to help you meet those goals? And that's the challenge for my staff because we all have to know a little bit about all these 200 plus majors to help make those recommendations and help guide students as they're making their decision. In addition to the course, though, one other thing that allows us to be very successful is that we have a low student to advisor ratio. So any one of our academic advisors will see no more than 150 students total at any given time. And that's because we don't have a lot of time for conversations, for relationship building. Our whole goal is basically not to make recommendations or, or push a particular program on a student, but to empower them with all the tools and the things we're talking about to kind of figure out through all this exploration what is going to help me most achieve the educational goals that I want? And, and for some students, it, the activities that we require in this class, it may put them out of their comfort zone. But guess what? We're going to make you interview an upperclassman who's studying a major that you're thinking about. 
we're going to have you interview someone working in industry. You know, those may be things that for an incoming freshman seem intimidating, but the reality is at the end of the course, oh my gosh, what was the thing that really helped me figure out that I would like this major or wouldn't like that major? Could you share maybe a few stories about students' academic journeys and how the Purdue Exploratory Studies program has really helped shape and impact their lives? I have so many. I could probably run in the hall right now and grab one. <laughs> Any student out in our hall right now meeting with someone. To be serious, though, absolutely. Just to give a few examples over the years, one of our students, very bright student, came in thinking biomedical engineering loved biology and chemistry in high school, knew that he wanted to help people, got here. And in our class, one of the things they also do is they, they learn how to analyze majors. And so you look at the different plans of study, which are the, the different courses you have to take to earn a degree. And he saw the amount of physics required to be any type of engineer. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. Didn't say I liked math and physics that much. I like biology and chemistry and realized engineering really wasn't going to be a good fit for him. What he didn't know was that we are a pharmacy school, and that ended up being a, just a wonderful fit for him. I had an international student years ago who was just set on being a computer engineer. She knew she wanted to be an engineer. She loved computers. But the whole time, she also kept taking art classes. And I kept saying, are you squashing this other desire of yours? You know, maybe there's a way we can combine these two. And she goes, no, I didn't come halfway across the world to not graduate Purdue and be an engineer. But the reality is what was making her happy was these art classes. And so over my, the couple semesters that I worked with her, I, she was one that I advised myself. She ended up graduating with a degree in data visualization which is not in the College of Engineering, it's in our Purdue Polytechnic College. And it was the perfect fit because it allowed her to use the data and the, the programming skills and things that she had, but to make this data look nice and useful and, and present that allowed her to tap into that art love that she had as well. And I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention parents because one of my all-time favorite stories is when we bring in prospective families and students to come learn about the Exploratory Studies Program. If they're here visiting for a day, we usually give a quick little quiz to parents to give them an idea of what we're doing with their students. And this, this little quiz is just a paper quiz where they have to sort of check off what they like and dislike. And, and then we categorize those things and they come up with a, a code that basically says you're artistic or you're a realist or, you know, what are those top interest areas of yours? And the parents love this. They get in groups, they talk to each other. And one woman shouted, now I know why I hate my career as an accountant. She said, I've never liked being an accountant. I wish I would have had something like this to help me figure that out. Was that just a little mini strong inventory assessment that you gave those parents? It is. It is. It's a very mini, it's a very mini strong because we can accomplish it in, in minutes. Um, but we do the strong interest inventory. We do the full weight strong interest inventory mm -hmm. with the class with the students. I was lucky to take that over the summer through a, a sort of a similar program that Davidson offered, but it's not is not as massive or as comprehensive as exploratory studies. And so I got the whole PDF spreadsheet of the results of the strong. And so that was really interesting. And like that, that helped me a lot in thinking about what major I wanted to do and what career I potentially would be interested in going into just that one test by itself. But I can't imagine how amazing it is for these students 
once they have all these different tests and counseling put together, how amazing that is. Absolutely. And that, you know, early in the semester in the course, we have them do these inventories up front. And then they're using that information as we tie it to careers and Purdue majors. And, and so where all that comes together is really going to be that best fit for the students. And some students figure that out in one semester. Some, it may take another semester, you know, because we also want them to explore with courses that they're taking too. You know, and, and this is where the guidance from our my professional staff comes in is, making sure that whatever they're taking is still, as they narrow in on their decision, there's no waste in the courses that they've been taking. So if engineering or something in the College of Science is on their radar at all, we're going to start with a high level of science and math that will go to any of those programs as well as somewhere else, should you decide on something else. So because our, you know, we wouldn't be successful if we said, yes, we can help you find your fit, but it's going to take you six years. Nobody wants that. Our students are still graduating in four years or less. Our graduation rates, uh, retention rates are similar to the university as a whole. Uh, so I'm very proud of that. Do you have any closing advice or words of wisdom to leave students with? I would say keep your options open and explore. Explore whether you do it on your own, whether you do it part of a program like we have here at Purdue University, where you go to college, what you major in in college. These are huge decisions. You're going to invest years of your life, a lot of effort, time, money. Why wouldn't you want to make an informed decision about something so important? So I think, you know, ask all the questions and then enjoy your college years and what you're studying and you'll be happy with your career and your life, you know, for the long haul. Thank you so much for joining us today. It was a pleasure having you on the podcast. Thanks for listening to Futures So Bright. We hope you'll subscribe and tell a friend about us. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at at class 101 Franklin TN. And if you're in our area, we'd love to talk with you one-on-one about how Class 101 can work with your family and student to plan for college. With about 50 Class 101 locations nationwide, you can go to class101.com to find a location with experienced college planners near you.